Greetings, fans of Pokemon Rollout. Uh, Poke fan Pokemon po- Rollout, Poke Rollers, Poke Rollers. It will workshop it. Anyway, I know you're eager to hear the sweet and sultry tones of Paul telling you what happened last week on Pokemon Rollout, but I'm here to give you a brief announcement before I let you listen to him. First, I want to apologize for the sound quality on this episode. My computer was giving me a few issues, and so we had a few crickles, crackles, and sound hiccups here and there. But I hope that doesn't undermine the quality of the entertainment that you hear in this episode. Uh, Next uh, announcement, I want to let you know we have established a Patreon. So if you'd like to become a patron and support the podcasting that we do here for Pokemon Rollout... Go to patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, uh, and there are several tiers of donations there. You can get uh, access to look at our character sheets, you can uh, sign up to become an NPC or a, a Pokemon in the game, uh, you, you can even uh, join us and play one of the gym leaders that we will be challenging in the Chandi region, uh, depending on what uh, level you donate at. So take a look at all of those. We really appreciate all the support we receive from our fans. We would not be the show that we are without all of you listening to us. Uh, Not sure why you're listening to us. We're just having fun and being ridiculous. But I guess you like that sort of thing. If you're listening to this, so okay. Hey, we'll take it. Thanks. Also, this episode, we make a request. We ask for fan art. But I realized that we didn't actually tell you what to do with that fan art. So, what you can do if you're drawing, and I know many of you are talented artists drawing and you're just keeping it in your sketchbook by yourself, share that with us. I want to see it. I want to take a look at it. I want to know what you're drawing. I want to see. So you can tweet at us. Uh, You can tweet at Pokeroll Podcast, uh, or you can share it to our Facebook group, uh, the the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room, uh, or you can uh, share it to us, uh, go to the contact page on our website on tapestryradio.org slash contact. Uh, and just put uh, Pokemon fan art in the subject line, and we'll we'll get to see it. Uh, along those lines, too, uh, if you want a guest star on the show, if you want to play along with us, we, we'd love to have you. We, we are all about the guest stars, so get in touch with us. Contact us there uh, on Twitter, on the Tap Room, Facebook page, uh, or using that contact sheet on the tapestryradio.org website. Just go to that contact tab. Uh, and put something about Pokemon in the subject line. You know what? If you want to play along with us, put I want a poker roll in the subject line. That's how we'll know you want to play right along with us, and we'll get in touch with you, and we'll play right along. I uh, suggest that you make sure you have your Thursday evenings free. We tend to record on a Thursday evening, so if you've got that, then we will uh, play right along with you. You can star in a couple episodes or something, uh, and we'll we'll get a game going with you. Uh, so... With that, I don't think there are any other announcements that I have to make. What do you have? Do you want to tell me something? I don't know. Got anything special going on? What's your weekend looking like, if you're listening to this on the weekend? Uh, although we release on Monday. So what's the, what's the rest of your week looking like? What's it look like coming up? What special event's happening? Is it your birthday? If it is, happy birthday to you. From me, Michael, who plays Professor Sneeze. You know what? I'm, I, let, me, let me get Professor Sneeze for you. He'll say happy birthday. <clears throat> yes. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you! Alright, that was special. I'm glad we could share that moment. Anyway, I'm going to go back into my Pokeball right now, uh, and I'm going to let Paul come out and tell you what's what happened last week and get you prepped for this episode of Pokemon Rollout. Bye! <laughs>
Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the group decided to clean up Clear Lake, which had been infested by poison-type Pokemon. They headed out to the affected area when they were met by a group of Scorpi. Each member of the party collected one. As the battle finished and the last Scorpi was running away, a pair of Crow Gunk ambushed it, knocking it out. The group was able to discover that the Crow Gunk were in a turf war with the Scorpi and wanted to vacate to the Great Swamp in the north by Triathon Sanctuary, but they needed some help. The Crow Gunk asked the adventurers to remove the Scorpi by defeating their queen to aid in vacating the swamp, as well as a map. Heading into the Scorpi lair, Charlie went headfirst where he was nearly hit with a barrage of pin missiles, but Bernie, his Torchic, took the hit for his trainer. They were faced with the queen, Scorpi, and three guards. They were able to take out two of the Scorpi, and Charlie caught the queen, displaying his dominance over the Scorpi. Without their queen, the remaining Scorpi left the swamp, and the Crow Gunk had safe travels to the Great Swamp in the north. Liliana and Professor Sneeze were able to recruit a Crow Gunk to join their teams. Stay tuned for what will happen next on Pokemon Rollout. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What is your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Perfect. So you guys all just got back from uh, cleaning up Clear Lake, and you went to bed at the Pokemon Center. Uh, Before anything else happens, when you guys wake up in the next morning... Uh, the next morning, Professor Sneeze is awoken by his Jigglypuff Melody, singing a soft lullaby to his Pokemon, who have all somehow left their Pokeballs and are sleeping in a pile on his floor. What? What's... Melody? Melody, what's happening? What's going on? Melody looks at you and just shrugs. How, how did you all get out of your Pokeballs? They almost have had bad Puff? dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Puff? <laughs> and that's no answer the Pokemon all start to wake up and they all seem rather alert and ready to go um, Professor Sneeze for your next battle your Pokemon get a plus one on their accuracy rolls oh Melody whatever you did way to go alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, so this is only with Professor Sneeze's Pokemon. I imagine Charlie, uh, for as 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 energetic as he is, as he is, he is probably a pretty heavy sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably uh, doing that thing where he's like uh, one leg is up, one leg is off the bed, and he's just kind of snoring. And you you do have separate rooms in the thing as well, so you don't need to be sitting sleeping next to each other. But yeah, oh, okay. He was just scared like the Pokemon. <laughs> this Charlie's in the middle of them. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. No. All right. So you all wake up and are ready to go. Um, you can spend the first hour training if you like. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me see who I who I want to train here and re- uh, remind me and our uh, listeners how training works again. It's their level, half their level. Yep. They get half their level in EXP uh, plus a bonus depending on how high your command roll is. None of you, or how high your command check is. None of you have higher than novice, so you guys have a bonus of zero. But uh, you can train a number of Pokemon up to your command roll or your command rank. Ability. Rank. Rank. Yeah, commandability rank. Words. That word. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> Professor Sneeze and Liliana can train two, and Charlie can train three. Alright. Well, I think... Oh, in... actually... Oops. You actually... Um, Charlie gets... His three Pokemon get a bonus of plus five EXP. Because he has novice level command. Awesome. Quit. I'm flipping the table. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with that... We don't um, person, I guess. No. <laughs> Char- Charlie has a handful of Pokemon with him, but he needs to uh, feel out and just kind of um, see how these uh, Pokemon are, are doing with him, because he caught them in interesting circumstances that they haven't come out yet. Uh, so, I'm going to send out uh, and train my, uh, my female combi, Beatrice... Uh, my queen Scorpy, I named her Penny, and um, this is this will be easier. Uh, should be easier. I'm gonna send out my my C dot Woody, uh, who decided to join me um, after I told him regale regale the tale of the the shift tree. So, those are the ones I'm bringing out to train. Okay, can you give me two command ro- two command rolls? Yes. Um. All right, the first one is a six. Total? Okay. Six total, yep. And the second one is much better. That one's 14. Okay. Uh, what are... Who are Professor Sneeze and Liliana going to train? Um, I am training Melody, my Jigglypuff, and Flora, my Flabebe. Sounds good. And I am going to train my... Scorpy, is that how you pronounce it? Scorpy, basically, like Scorpy. scorpion, yeah, oh. scorpion, oopy, scorpy. Cool. So I'm gonna train my that one named Snippy, Snippy. Yep. and <laughs> and my Shelmet Shelly. Sounds perfect. All right, training goes pretty well for everyone. Except for Charlie. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> uh, Beatrice listens to you after a bit, though she's a bit uh, wary and goes through your commands. But the Queen Scorpy absolutely refuses to obey you. Oh, no. Uh, she, she takes a little bit, like, she snips at you a little bit until the other two Pokemon kind of back her away. And after that, she spends her time basically preening herself and ignoring you. So That's, uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Woody and Beatrice get the bonus of training. Uh, Penny, I'm afraid, does not. Okay, but she still gets the uh, the regular training mode, right? Yes. Okay. Now that that that's uh, yeah. So uh, Charlie, uh, he's a little disappointed, and he uh, just kind of described the scene. He kind of he kneels down and he you know tries to like stick out his finger, which probably gets uh, nearly pricked a couple times by Penny. And he's like, oh, come on, you'll warm up to me eventually, won't you? Uh, 
The scorpy kind of looks you up and down, and you get the feeling that if it had nostrils, it would have sniffed. <laughs> we'll we'll work on it. It's okay. And he brushes his uh, his green hair out of his eyes and uh, goes uh, and works with uh, Woody and Beatrice. Charlie has green hair. Yeah, chartreuse. Then- Chartreuse. Oh, has... it's chartreuse. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I remember that now. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, he has he has chartreuse hair and and as well as chartreuse eyes. Oh, very good, very good. See, I knew that and I forgot. <laughs> should we should we take this time to make a plug for fan art? Yes, <laughs> yes, fan art. So, please. Fo- so, folks, if you if you are good at drawing pictures and making things like that, if you wanted to make fan art of our characters, we'll try to tell you more about them. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, great. All right, I want I want to see some fan art of uh, Professor Sneeze. I want him. I want Archie on his shoulder and and Melody by his <laughs> side. I want him looking just chill. Oh, just, like living the polka thug life. <laughs> Professor Sneeze. <laughs> uh, you can cut. You can cut this. Liana have her be pocketing someone. Let's just say Liliana and Charlie, or actually Paul and Lydia takes uh, 10 sand damage, sanity damage from Michael's <laughs> statements. <laughs> Go on! Uh, Alright, so that puts me down just to started. 51. Alright. Alright, yeah. So you all meet in front of the Pokemon Center. It is a lovely day. There are more clouds about than usual, so Looks like it might rain this day or the next, but otherwise it looks pretty all right outside. Okay. Say, gang, what do you uh-huh. think? You want to check out that uh, that job list in the square once again before we go and challenge the the gym? Uh, yeah, definitely. Any uh, any way that we can prepare for McCool? Uh, he looks like he's going to be tough. Yeah. Let's let's check it out. All right. Uh, you head up to the job board. Most of the jobs on there have markings for trainers of a higher badge level. They are ranked in order of how many badges you have to ask for the amounts there. We have there zero are badges. You will note that there's a maybe maybe to you surprising amount of high ranking ones, mostly for research and things for the scientists. Mm-hmm. Like with six or more badges they're asking for. Um, and they seem to be weathered like people have actually been taking a look at them. So there may be some higher level trainers in the area. I think, but uh, the one that is still remaining at a zero badge level is a farmer who is asking someone to investigate where his crops are going. That looks interesting. What do you think, gang? Should we check it out? Uh, well, it looks like that's the only thing we can do, so let's go! And Charlie, as as is per usual, starts heading off not knowing where he's going. <laughs> Charlie! I don't know if that's <laughs> the right direction. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> What are you rolling? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed a handful of dice. <laughs> well, all right. To a good start, I see. So this is how the day is going to go. <laughs> it's still morning. It's still okay. morning. There are directions to the farm on the flyer. It's about an hour outside of town. You can make it over to there just fine. No rolls are necessary. Okay, good. <laughs> and and a middle-aged man who looks kind of familiar to you guys uh, meets you at the farm. 
And he kind of scoffs at you and is like, you guys are looking to uh, take my Mareep again? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're uh, here asks, to help. Um, is, is his Shinx around? Um, the Shinx is by his side, the very little one there. Okay. I, I kneel down and be like, hey, how you doing, little Shinxie? And I try to like, coax it to come over and play with me. Can I? Uh, I'm gonna roll a charm. I'm gonna roll a charm okay. for that. Uh, I rolled a five. It, the Shinx gives you a look like the last time it saw you, you were smacking a Pokeball over its head. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem terribly upset, but it's it's taken by the farmer. Uh, so, uh, how's the life of a Mareppard? I mean, I'm a full farmer. I don't just uh, shepherd Mareep. But then it's shepherd? going. It's it's the term for when for someone who doesn't just herd Mareep and things like that. It's 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 a strange one. We're not sure where it came from. Oh, okay. Why are we talking about this? My <laughs> my crops are going missing, and every time I move these rocks from the fields, they come back. Ah, I know so that a... sounds crazy, but these so are the same a... rocks. So you're a rock farmer, then? Okay. Is that like a pet just... rock? If you're just here to insult me, you can go. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, well, so you just, so, okay, so your crops are going away and you want to see what, what's the deal with these rocks? He points, we'll go check it out. He points over to a field to side and it's like, the rocks are over there. Get rid of them or figure out what they are and come back to me in the house when you're done. We'll uh, go check it out. Professor Sneeze will go and um, investigate these rocks. I'm going to do a general education on them to see if there's anything unique about them. Twelve? Um, the rocks do seem to be like they're indigenous to the area around here. Uh, you think that the rocks would actually be found deeper underground. They're not surface mm-hmm. rocks, which is a little strange to you. Um, the other thing strange that you and Charlie notice, uh, Liliana doesn't quite catch it, but you and but Professor Sneeze and Charlie, as you're heading there, you know you both notice little uh, black eye stalks on the end of little orange stalks sticking out from the top of these four smaller rocks that shoot out of sight as soon as you guys come close. I will mm. roll a Pokemon education on that. I okay. will too, just for funsies. <laughs> just for funsies. Um, Fourteen. Ten. Okay. Um, Charlie, you're getting both... better at your Pokemon knowledge. Oh, thanks. Oh, I... Sorry, both of you realize that um, the four rocks that are mainly in the area, other than like the smaller surface rocks that would just kind of come up and would need to be taken out, like that aren't really obstructing anything. The four bigger rocks in the area are Dwebble, which are bug-like uh, Pokemon that drill holes into rocks and use them as shells. To carry from place to place. Um, the weird thing about this is Dwebble prefer caves hmm. and cave systems. There's no reason they should be out in the open like this. Something would either have either hunger or predators must have driven them from their from their cave home home to be out in the open like this in broad daylight. Uh, with this same check, can we find out like are are Dwebble relatively intelligent? Kind of like the Krogunk were from last time, or are they simpler like the Skorupi? Dwebble are a step below Scorpi. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They're 
they are animals in very much the strictest sense. Right. They're very timid creatures too. They'd more want to hide and just stay away. All right. So we're so uh, to paint the scene again. Um, Sneezy and I we're, we're walking by and we see these stocks pop out and pop back in, and uh, the the rocks are, the well, the dwebble are just sitting there. Yes, they're sitting completely still, pretending to be rocks. Okay, I kneel down and I I tap one on its on its rocky shell, like, hey, buddy. The dwebble does not move. <laughs> I know you're in there. Like sitting there looking at him, like Charlie. But <laughs> why are you just tapping a rock? They're, they're not going to talk to you. <laughs> um, I'll say, uh, Archie. Uh, can you talk to these dwebble and and see if they'll move? See what's going on. Archie uh, jumps down and similarly taps one of the dwebble on the sh- on that rock shell and then uh, chitters something, and one eye stalk pokes out from it. So Liliana just sees a orange stalk with a big uh, black eye stick out from under one of the rocks, and it kind of like skitter something back to him and uh, Archie turns to Preston and like lived in cave nearby uh, chased by uh, some Pokemon unsure which Dwebble lack color sights very good eyesight good eyesight in general not sure which type of Pokemon was took them if we were to reclaim the cave for them would they leave this field and go back and live in their cave. Archie chitters to the dwebble, which kind of skitters something back to him, and he goes, unable to understand, if if put them in cave, would likely stay. Okay. So, gang, should we go to this cave and try to claim the homeland of these dwebble once again? Uh, yeah, let's give it a shot. Okay. Uh, at, do we have any indication of where this cave is at this moment? Archie kind of sweeps his tail in a general uh, eastward direction. That's the way Charlie walks. <laughs> Give me a survival or general education check to figure out where it was, or you can talk to a local. Uh, let's see here. Professor Sneeze is a little antisocial, so he's just going to use a survival check. 16. 16 uh, leads you to a cave about a little bit southeast of here. It's a shallow opening uh, near where it would look like what once was a riverbed. Hmm. You can hear, as you get closer, you can hear the sounds of rocks moving about within it. And hmm. do I need to roll, or can I presume that's more dwebble inside? You, could, you can roll, if you'd like. I will roll. We'll do that. 15. Uh, it does not sound like some uh, rocks being dragged along the ground. It sounds like rocks being picked up and thrown from mm. one place to another. And Dwebble don't really have the hands to do that. So, <laughs> Okay. Do you want to... Uh, I'll say this in character. Okay, folks, uh, let's let's go in there. Should we get our Pokemon out as uh, to, to lead the way in there? Yeah, let's... Let's send some Pokemon in to, to investigate ahead and see if they can uh, detect what's going on in there. Um, and I will uh, release from my Pokeball uh, 
Regina, my Croagunk, my newly captured Croagunk. Come on out, Regina! Um, and I will ask Regina to stealthily move inside, see what's going on uh, in the cave, and then let me know. Mm. I picked her because she has a really good stealth. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and oh, is Regina terrible. the only one going, or is... Um, I think I might send, um, uh, Woody, my CDOT, out as well. He seems like he should be relatively quiet. Let me see here. Yes, oh yeah, he's got awesome stuff as well. Um, that would be a total of 15. Oof. I got a 9 for Regina. Okay. Um, Liliana's gonna release her Nidoran Nora. She too has great stealth. All right. And I got a 17 for that one. That was, nice. that was a nice roll for Nora. All mm-hmm. right. So the three Pokemon kind of give each other odd looks, but uh, head out towards the cave together. Weird, they're almost... Like, you've got two poison types and a grass type going. Great. <laughs> but um, a few moments later, uh, they come back. It doesn't sound like anything in the cave has changed much, and... Uh, Nora steps forward and growls something at Archie, who turns to uh, Professor Sneeze and said, uh, Pokemon orange colored, uh, shape like humans, uh, red frill on top of head. Have tails, maybe. Uh, Nora said one and one and one. So, three? Okay. I feel like I know what this is, but I'm going to see if Professor Sneeze does oh, from this yep. description. I got it. Um, 20 on a Pokemon education. Ooh. I can't even touch that. I'm not even going to roll. <laughs> you are pretty sure, based on the way they described it, that uh, there are three Scraggy in the cave. Okay. Which are dark and fighting type Pokemon. Usually they live in urban areas, but they sometimes hang out in fields and stuff as well. So, uh, uh, can I assume, uh, Professor Sneeze, that you've relayed that information to us as well? Yes. Uh, One other thing that Professor Sneeze would know is that Scraggy have a reputation as troublemakers. Um, Their evolved form is worse, but Scraggy will like... uh, they will attack anything that meets their eyes most of the time, and they spend most of their time trying to prove them that they're tougher than anyone around them. Okay. Okay. I will um, recall Regina. Come on back, Regina. Thanks. Um, and then say, all right, guys, we should, we should carefully creep in there and take care of those scraggy uh, Char- Charlie is uh, confused just because, you know, he doesn't do anything very sneakily or stealthy, so he's like, why? As he returns Woody to his Pokeball. Just so that they don't uh, a- a- attack us outright, so that we can have the element of surprise. Uh, um, I mean, who can try it? I'm not, not very uh, s- uh, stealthy, but I can I can give it a try. You can always stay at the back. so what you're saying Liliana is we should figure out our marching order (laughs) in a nicer way yes (laughs) 
All right, yeah, so who is heading in first? And if you are sneaking stealth rolls from everybody. Liliana, why don't you lead the way? Okay. <laughs> uh, my stealth roll is seven. Okay. <laughs> You've already got, got Professor Sneezebeat. <laughs> I got a 16. Okay. I got a rock. <laughs> Did you roll a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. Liliana sneaks in just fine um, with Grunge at her side doing a rather decent job of sneaking, I think. Oh, yeah. Very decent job of sneaking. Um, and Katana... And she sees uh, that... There are indeed three Scraggy sitting around there, the little uh, lizard bipedal Pokemon, uh, constantly pulling up the loose flaps of skin that kind of work as baggy pants for them. Uh, they seem to be kind of renovating the cave for some reason, like making it larger and like clearing out areas for themselves. Two of them, every once in a while, seem to, be, seem to squabble with each other, but a third one is always separating them and moving them apart and getting them back to work. Uh, as they're doing, as she's doing that, uh, Charlie sneaks around the corner, but he, his foot accidentally hits a pebble, and the Scraggy get up and turn kind of to start seeing what's going on, just in time for Perse- Professor Sneeze to around the corner and smack his head on the low-hanging uh, lip, <laughs> lip of the cave. Oh, that really hurt! Oh, I was supposed to be quiet. I was like, yeah, good job being, good job being stealthy there. <laughs> Liliana's just kind of sitting in a corner of the cave, just shaking her head. (laughs) Liliana did manage to get out of sight before she or Grunge were noticed. So Charlie and Professor Sneeze are noticed, but she and Grunge are not. And it looks like of everyone out, Archie is the fastest. Okay. All right. Um... But Archie is the only one uh, out at the moment who is faster than... Yes, Archie's the only one out at the moment who is faster than the Scraggy. Okay. Um, I don't know if uh, just... Uh, I don't think uh, Katana's out on the field yet. I think... Well, actually, let me take that back. Um, let me do a Pokemon uh, knowledge roll, a Pokemon education roll, t- to see if I know that Katana's going to be weak to the, the fighting... D- have a double weakness to the fighting attacks. For sure. I rolled an 8. You do realize that Katana will uh, be doubly weak, or will at least be weak against fighting, since she's got a dark typing. However, you notice, looking around, that Katana seems to have completely vanished. <laughs> okay, okay, Katana, you just hang out here in my sweatshirt. Where do you go? What? Okay. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so I, I probably think, yeah, that, that's pro- probably for the better. Alright, so Archie can go. There are three of them? Yes. Okay, uh, is any one of them closer to me than the rest? Uh, there is one of them who seems slightly closer than the rest. The other two are a little farther back. Okay, I will point that one out and say, Archie, lock on to that one! Okay. And that's got a range of 10, um, yep. automatically hits. I mean, it's not a hit, but... So Archie focuses on that Scraggy just as they burst into action. 
all three of them kind of march up to where the two of you are and just glare down at Professor Sneeze, Charlie, and Archie. So all three of them are using Leer. Okay, and the Leer only hits once, so everyone loses one defense combat stage. Archie, right. Professor Sneeze, and uh, Charlie do. Next person up is Professor Sneeze and Charlie. With Charlie's action, he sends out, um, based on their successful uh, training this morning, he sends out Beatrice. Okay. Now, since her speed is lower than ours, will she be able to go next in the order? Is that yes? She will go cool. next in order. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, all right, Beatrice, come on out. Let's uh, let's take down these guys or girls. <laughs> um, Professor Sneeze will pass his turn. Magnet. Professor Sneeze, you also know that uh, based on your role with the Scraggy, because it was ridiculous. Um, Scraggy. Uh, if they didn't immediately attack you, then they're trying to do a show of force and intimidate you into leaving. Mm-hmm. They won't attack unless attacked first. They think they can scare you away if they act tough. All right, but he's you're passing your turn? Yes, for now. Okay, that makes it Liliana and uh, Beatrice's turn. Um, uh, I guess Carl, uh, Charlie uh, will direct Beatrice to... Uh, Beatrice, use your sweet scent on these guys. Or gals. We have an 11. Okay. A 10. And a 14. Alright. Uh, Beatrice floats forward and starts exuding a sweet smell all over, uh, the three Scraggy, who all seem to start moving a little slower afterwards. Alright. Um, Liliana is going to call back her because um wait I have a quick question. Um, yes. Scraggy were dark type you said. Dark type and fighting type yes. Okay, so Liliana is going to call back her Nidoran around Nora and can she also quick call out a different Pokemon or just call yes that will take that will take your entire turn though. Yep, that's fine. Um, yep. Okay, so then she's going to call out her Shelmet Shelly then. Sounds perfect. All right. Um, then Very it is. And she's still hiding. Then <laughs> yes. it is Shelly's turn. Oh, that's yep. still me. Okay. Yeah, Shelly pops uh, out in the field, can immediately go. Okay, so. Shelly is going to do. Um, leech Life. Okay. And so then I rolled a three for that. Okay. Uh, Shelly fires out a pin, which would normally have missed, but since they are slowed down from sweet scent, hits. So roll damage. Um, I got a five. Okay, plus 13 then. So 18 total. All right. It's not, not a nice little scrape into... The Scraggy at the back's side, and he kind of whips around in annoyance, but uh, he otherwise seems kind of alright. That means it's back to Archie's turn. Uh, Archie, use Baton Pass! 
And so, because lock-on transfers to the next Pokemon with Baton Pass, um, Archie is going to switch out with Flora the Flabebe. I know that also means that the combat stage also transfers to Flabebe. So, the Leer is also taking effect upon Flabebe. Yep, so that's a minus one to defense. Flora. And Archie actually grabs out the Pokeball and throws it out so that he and then backs away. So, realizing that you guys mean to fight them, the Scraggy move forward. And the first Scraggy in the front rushes towards uh, Beatrice and kicks up a gout of sand into her eyes. But she manages to dodge out of the way at the last second. Ooh, that was a close one, Beatrice. Nice job. The second one, looking over at Flora as she comes out, jumps forward and looks to slam his head against hers. There's a solid hit that does 30 physical damage minus her defense. And then the third one jumps back towards uh, Shelly, who just came out, and decides to try to kick sand at her as well. Shelly's a her? Shelly's a her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Shelly manages to just retract into her shell and dodge and then poke back out completely unscathed. So only one of these Scraggy is good at rolling, it seems. <laughs> back to Charlie and Professor Sneeze. Alright, um, Charlie will... Um, I'm going to do a perception check to see if uh, I can find anything to throw, such as a rock. And that roll is a 12. There are several rocks all scattered about, all of varying sizes. Okay. Yeah, I will uh, do that. I will uh, toss it into my sling. And there, there's one of them that hasn't had any uh, like phys- uh, like damaging attacks on it, right? Yes, that is the one that headbutted uh, Flora. Uh, Liliana will know that is also the one that had been uh, keeping order among the other two. Okay. Mm, okay. Is that the one that um, Archie and now Flora is locked onto as well? No, the one that Archie and now Flora was locked onto is the one that tried to kick sand into Beatrice's eyes. Gotcha. Okay. And in that case, uh, I'm going to try and uh, throw it at the the one here. It looks like we're all just kind of crisscrossing and trying to keep each other safe. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it, uh, uh, throw the rock at the the one that is undamaged but recently attacked Flora. Sounds good. So, roll to hit. Uh, That is a five. Five. If it had not been slowed down by Sweet Scent, it would have missed, but it was a hit. Alright, and then I have to roll for damage. I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) I roll a D8. There it is. And I add 15 to it, so uh, that's a six plus 15, uh, 21. Bounces off, doing a decent bit of damage, but it still doesn't seem much the worse for wear. Um, Professor Sneeze is going to take a, a cue from Charlie's book, also pick up a rock, and throw it at the same Scraggy. Uh, okay. Get away from Flora! Throw, and as my character throws a rock, I throw a d20. Natural 20! Nice. Okay, um, so that's going to be... Th- 31. That does a decent bit more damage, and it's 
So 31. Okay, and it's seeming a little the worse for wear now. It actually seems to be limping a bit, but it's still up and angry and ready to go. Um, Alright, Liliana is going to do the glorious faint attack. <laughs> Alright. I got a 9. Okay, so you hit. And so then I got a 24. Okay. As you hit it, you remember one unfortunate thing about fight dark and fighting types. They are doubly resistant to dark type attacks. Mm. Um, your whip kind of... Uh, the Scraggy actually catches the end of the, rip, the whip and gives you a look and then tosses it away from him. Oh, snap. Beatrice is up. Alright, um, Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice is going to use uh, Gust, or I should say, uh, Charlie uh, tells her, Okay, Beatrice, use Gust on the one that uh, just kicked up that sand at you. Alright, uh, I need to roll the hit first, don't I? You do indeed. <laughs> uh, that's a 15. That hits. And uh, with uh, the damage roll, I rolled uh, 2d6, uh, and I got 12 off of that, plus wow. 14 uh, is uh, 26. And then there should be a little bit of an advantage since uh, the flying-type attack uh, against the fighting. Indeed. Yep, that hits that one with a nice solid thwack, and it goes rolling along the ground before... Struggling back up to its feet. It looks even worse off than the one that's been hit by two rocks, but he's still standing. Or she's still standing. She is a lady. She is a lady. <laughs> Alright, um, Flora is currently locked on to one of them. Um, mm -hmm. and that's Professor the one that just got hit by Gust, yeah. Just hit by Gust. Um, yeah. So it's looking pretty bad right now? Yeah, it looks like... Yeah, it's looking pretty bad. Not like horrible, horrible, but pretty bad. Okay. Then I'm not going to do the one that's going to be doubly super effective against it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Instead I'll say, All right, all right Flora, hit it with a vine whip! Uh, six, so not a crit. Uh, not a crit. Because of lock on, it does hit 18 damage. That one is still standing. Wow. Though it's it's wobbling a bit, but that one that that vine whip sent it reeling a little bit more, but he, she's still standing up. Um Shelly is going to do acid on the one that's been fighting her. Sounds perfect. I got a sixteen. That is a solid hit. Um I got a fourteen. Alright, the acid stings at the Scraggy, it managed to dodge to the side of most of it, but you can see that it stinked it a little bit as well. That Scraggy is... He, he's looking a little uh, smug, actually, because he look, he, he glances back at his other two other two uh, Scraggy, who are kind of reeling a bit, and he's just kind of like, ha, 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 ha. I'm, I'm doing better than the rest of them. Uh, <laughs> what a but since jerk. Archie is out of it, it is back to the Scraggy's turn. Hmm. So. so, the Scraggy, who's been hit a couple times, actually goes in for uh, her hands suddenly uh, glow with dark energy, and 
She takes a swing at Flora, who dodges to one side right into her backswing. Mm. So gets hit with faint attack. Mm -hmm. Hits and does 32 physical dark damage. Okay. Minus her defense. Minus defense. It, does resistance come out before or after defense? Uh, resistance comes out before. So actually it's 16, 16 minus her defense. Okay. Still up. Well done, Flora. Uh, the second Scraggy is... Or the Scraggy that's right in front of Beatrice kind of is looking a little worse for wear and she glares down at Beatrice again, trying to look tough. So Beatrice loses one defense combat stage. Lear, and then the final Scraggy is acting all jaunty. And he decides to go for a kick at Shelly. So he's using low kick. But Shelly is not very heavy, so it's not doing much. Does manage to hit, and he does 20 fighting damage minus defense of Shelly. Which is 10 fighting damage minus defense of Shelly, so Shelly ignores it as uh, the Scraggy's leg bounces off of her. Oh, so it basically does nothing? It does nothing, because it does 10 minus Shelly's defense, which is 15. Woo! So... What a pompous jerk! His leg bounces off, and he looks a little less sure of himself. <laughs> so, so the two that we're kind of going back and forth fighting with, there's uh, one that looks pretty bad because that one got hit by the gust. Mm -hmm. and there's the one that got hit by two rocks, and he's not doing great either. She's not doing that great either. She's no. not doing great. And She's was one lady. of those... <laughs> Alright, and we're, we're either, you said one of those two was the one trying to separate the other two from, from fighting? The one that was hit by two rocks was the one that was separating the two. So okay. she's she's looking second best of the three at the moment. Okay. Um, Charlie says, hey professor, it lo looks like it's about uh, time to maybe start catching these if that's what we're gonna do. Was there one of them that you wanted? I'm not choosy, Charlie! Alright, uh, Charlie uh, grabs a great ball puts it in a sling, and uh, throws it to do damage on the female one. Okay. Uh, that's a 10. That hits. Okay. And then uh, I'll roll damage. Both of them are female, actually, but I think you mean the one that can get hit by root two rocks, right? Yeah. Yes, that one, yep. Alright, so that's uh, 4 plus 15, 19, and uh, after that, I will also activate the capture mechanic on it. Okay. Did I say a great ball? I said a great ball, right? Yes, you said a great ball, so minus... Okay. Alright. The roll is the worst one I've rolled. This is a, an 89, but take away the 10 is 79. Pokeball shakes once, shakes twice... It shakes a third time. Really? The suspense is killing me! Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and... Oh. Don't... Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is... 
Ding! No! A level 12 female Scraggy. One injury has taken 30 damage, but everything else is up to you. Cool, cool. I really... Yeah, you you basically were one away from missing that one. (laughs) Well, that's... uh, uh, So, of course, as I said, Charlie goes, Booyah! And uh, just kind of... I mean... I can't be that surprised. I mean, Charlie is a capture specialist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. oh. nice. So then, <laughs> Professor Sneeze, it's your turn. Oh, my poor heart. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in or out of character? <laughs> well, I think the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so we've got two Scraggy left. Um... And did Charlie just catch the one that uh, Flora had just hit? No. Okay. Charlie just caught the one that just hit Flora. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. Then, um, Professor Sneeze, um, I, I, I will throw a great ball at the one that Flora just attacked with Vine Whip. So, great ball, go! Eleven. That hits. Thirty-one. Uh, the Pokeball doesn't even shake. Ding! You caught a level 11 female Scraggy, and it has taken 33 damage with one injury. There's one Scraggy left who is looking rather concerned now that both of its buddies are gone. Um, well, Liliana is going to do... Um, she's going to do Rock Smash, or at least try to. Okay. I got a 9. That hits. 23. I got for damage. That is a nice solid thwack on this rather smug Scraggy who is now reeling back from injuries and looking almost as bad as his buddy was. Is Beatrice going to do anything? Professor, or uh, Charlie? Uh, Charlie assesses the situation and he decides uh, to just uh, recall Beatrice. Okay. Nice, nice job Beatrice. Come back. I will um, just ha- call Flora to retreat. Okay. Okay, and what did you say was the status on this Scraggy again? He's kind of still doing well, but he's a little he's, worse. He's reeling. Uh, you, you you bonked him on the head really good with that rock smash, and he's got a little cross-eyed. Okay, so I rolled a five to hit. What are you hitting with? Oh, struggle. Oh, Okay. That does hit. And then I got an 18. The Scraggy is still standing after that, but he looks pretty battered and beaten up. And he goes to make a break for it out the front door of the cave. No! You do get an attack of opportunity since he's close to you, so you can do a struggle attack or toss a Pokeball at him. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and toss a basic ball. Sounds good. So, I rolled a 20. Okay. Um, subtract 20 from your roll. Your 100 roll. Okay, I got a 14. Yeah, the ball doesn't even shake. Ding. Level 11 male Scraggy. <laughs> Woo! Right, and the cave is nice and quiet after your guys' captures. Way to go, gang! Woo! Right. High fives all around. Yeah! Uh... We jump in the air and freeze midair. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Charlie uh, is going to roll a perception check. Or no. Um... Happy days plays in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of a check would I uh, want to roll if I'm looking for where the heck Katana went? <laughs> perception. Perception. All right. So that should be... Uh, I should have three in that, I believe. Uh, yeah, three. I'm novice. All right, uh, I got an 11. Okay, you still don't see anything. A few moments after the battle, Katana drops from the ceiling. <laughs> Very top of the ceiling and just lands and looks around. Uh, did she land on the ground? or Yeah, or she, she... Okay. She actually lands right onto her place on your back. Ah, good. And I just look around and I'm like, oh, hey! How you doing? She taps you on the nose. <laughs> and we uh, we head on out of the cave. Let's go see if we can get those Dwebble back in here. All right. Dwebble are decently heavy, but not too bad, and they refuse to stop pretending to be rocks when you pick <laughs> them up. So it is a fairly simple maneuver to just lift them up and heft them into the cave. You do get the odd feeling that the farmer must have done this several times to get them out of his field, and he just never flipped them over. <laughs> uh, Regina is doing the work for me. I crow a gunk. All right. I'm too old. Um, that that is a smart thing to do. Um, yeah, I, I would I would have a uh, C dot help, but uh, C dot doesn't have any arms. So, <laughs> in fact, none of my Pokemon have especially good like lifting and grasping appendages. So I, I, I take uh, I take one of them myself. Um, and I think Liliana's going to go ahead and try moving them, and at least attempt to have Grunge pay attention for a few seconds and help her move them too. And then um, Grunge does his best, rolling one of them along the ground. Um, <laughs> You, you have the funny feeling that the Dwebble might not have liked that that much, but it's not complaining as much as you can, as far as you can tell. Dwebble, yeah, Dwebble are thirty-two pounds in on average, so um, have, have heavy, but not horrible. And you can get them to their caves just fine. Right, and then uh, when we get there, um, so charm probably wouldn't work very very well with these guys, would, would it? Not if you're talking to them, but doing something that for charm might work if, if depending on what you're doing to convince them to come with you sure um let, let's say this uh when when charlie's walking uh walking the dwebble that he's carrying uh back to the to the cave he's just kind of rubbing its back kind of warming it up and just kind of you know, treating this uh dwebble very kindly and um you know he sets it down and Says, well, you know, you probably don't understand this, but uh, you know, if you want to come along, come along with me. I can uh, take you off, and you can see some places. And I just kind of take out a pokeball and I uh, boop its shell. Okay. Uh, would you like me to roll roll my charm? Yes, roll a charm check. Uh, I got a six. All right. Um, the double doesn't seem to know much of what's going on, but when you hit its shell with the Pokeball, it dings in just fine. So it's a level nine male Dwebble. Right. I actually. Oh, uh, booyah! <laughs> Once you put the other three Dwebble into the cave, they seem very happy and they immediately burrow down partially, so that only the tops of their rocks are sticking out. Otherwise, they seem fine. You head back and knock on the farmer's door. Uh, the Marepard's door. Yes. <laughs> He's a full farmer, he'd like you to know. He's not just a Mareppard. Don't forget the rocks. 
Say, go, uh, we knock he, on the door and, and, and I and say, we harvested the rocks for you. He gives you a look and silently stalks out and uh, checks the, the field for himself. And then he begrudgingly gives each of you 750 poke. And he says, if they're back, then the tomorrow I'll expect this back. I'll come to find you for this. I'll, I'll, I'll find a ranger to come get you guys. Okay. I'd love to come back. All right. So at it's the end nice of that, to make new friends. Right. And I also take this time to uh, remind myself that uh, in my in my notebook, uh, I will do my uh, archival thing where I will uh, archive uh, the cave as well as uh, the dwebble and the uh, scraggy. Sounds good. Is there a place to uh, to mark that on on my sheet anywhere? Unfortunately, no. If you want to like make a new sheet for archives, you can, but sure. there's not a specific place set aside for it. Okay. So you guys have got farming squared away and everything ready to go. It's still about midday. Okay. So uh, you have plenty of time in the day to do more things if you cho- if you so choose. All right. Let's head back to the Pokemon Center. And what do you guys say about challenging the gym now? Yeah, let's do it. But just in case, let's stock up on some uh, some healing items. Good idea. So then at this time, only the gym remains. I will ask you to name the six Pokemon for our audience. Just name the six Pokemon on your team that you're going to bring with you to the gym. Charlie's team is Katana, my Ponyard. Bernie, my Torchic, my starter Pokemon. Uh, I will also bring Chomps, the Magikarp. Beatrice, my Combi, Penny, uh, my Skorupi, and uh, Woody, my uh, C-Dot. Those will probably be the ones that will actually be getting action. And then uh, my Remoraid Noodle uh, will will round out my roster. Um, my team consists of Melody, my Jigglypuff, my starter Pokemon, Archie, the Apom, Regina, the Croagunk, Philip, the Mareep, Flora the Flabebe and Schmoopy the Shellos. And then I will bring a, I will be bringing in uh, my Church of Spicy, my Nidoran Nora, my Scruffy Snippy, my Shelmet Shelly, my Litwick Cadence, my Marie Woolsley, and my Growlithe Grunge. All right. So your Pokemon are all healed up and ready to go. It is still near the middle mid afternoon. I I'm guessing you guys are heading to the gym. Let's go. Uh, oh wait, didn't uh, oh, no, Charlie want to pick up some stuff. potions? Yes. So you guys can head to the uh, mart first. Yeah. All right, what are you looking to buy? So are we able to? Is, are, are we restricted uh, from buying anything? Like, can I get soup, uh, super po- super potions if I wanted to? Or you're in a large city, so um, you can get super potions, but hyper potions might still be a bit beyond your price range and things. Okay. But and mm-hmm. not sensible to use. Yeah, you're not <laughs> terribly restricted. Okay. Uh, as you guys come in, uh, the shopkeep reaches through. Oh, you guys are the ones who helped with uh, clear with. Cleaning up that swampy area by clean by Clear Lake, right? That was us. Oh, perfect. Remember, your, yeah, remember your guys' discount on for us. So you have a ten percent discount on items. Okay. Woohoo! 
What a nice place. You can assume that everything is more regulated here, so it's base price, but you guys get the 10% discounts. All right. I'm going to roll a... Um, uh, I, can't, I can't believe I... This is how, how much I have to separate my, my personal knowledge versus uh, Charlie's knowledge as a new trainer. I'm going to roll Pokemon Education to see if there's a particular kind of healing item I should buy for my upcoming gym battle, which I do know is Grass and Water. So uh, with this Pokemon Education, it's a two... Uh, I, I rolled an 8. Okay. Um, you know that grass types have a fair amount of status effect moves, so uh, antidote and possibly paralyze heal might be good ideas. All right. Um, for the future, you don't need to worry about rolling those. A little bit of metagaming when you're buying items is okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> we have permission to metagame. Let's go wild. <laughs> a little bit is okay. A little bit is okay. So wait, is a little bit okay? Or just a little bit? Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit? Oh, thank you. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Charlie buys... Um, let's do this. So he'll, he'll buy uh, two antidotes, two paralyzed heal, two potions, and a super potion. So that should be 12. And at the same time... He will also uh, buy supplies for... Let me just check real quickly here. Um, okay, Professor Sneeze is going to buy two potions, two paralyzed okay. heals, two antidotes, a super potion, and two revives. And if I've done my math correctly, that will cost me 1,962 poke. I believe you are correct. I will buy supplies for, um, I'll do two basic balls and two great balls. Um, As you go to look for those, the uh, shopkeep grimaces and says, I'm afraid that those are price regulated by uh, Ratu's Corporation, so I can't actually lower the price on those for you. I'm sorry, but uh, that you'll still get them for the base prices. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to change it slightly, make it a lot easier on myself. I really don't need a super potion right now. Okay. So two potions, two antidotes, two paralyzed heals. All right, so it looks like Charlie's getting out of here with spending uh, 1630 Managed to spend less than Professor Sneeze. Um, I'm drunk with power. <laughs> um, Liliana is going to go ahead and buy two full heals and two super potions. So if I did my math correctly, that should come out to 1,494. Sorry, I'm going to quick buy two potions also. <laughs> okay, that's 360 more. Okay. Let's challenge the gym! Uh, to that gym and, and and battle with McCool. Perfect. Okay. So you guys are going to the gym now. Let's go to the gym. Okay, you guys approach Clear Lake City Gym. Um. The gym itself is built right on the edge of the lake and actually uh, comes over the lake a little bit in places. It is built in the style of all the other buildings in the area where it looks almost like a natural hill until you come closer. The one concession they've given is that there is a small sign out in front of it marking it as the Clear Lake City Gym. As you enter, a man sees you and says, well, hello, champs in the making. Uh, Welcome to the Clear Lake City Gym. Uh, This gym is... Usually the first that many trainers come, but it has also gained some popularity as being the second last 
Jim. And for good reason. McCool may hold back on his first strikes, but not by much. And uh, when you come to him as, as badge number seven, you're facing a fight. So be aware that he's not as easygoing as he seems. As with every gym that you'll go to, um, you will face two battles with a pair of gym trainers before you will be qualified to enter against the gym leader himself. Uh, this gym is the most straightforward of the battles in the Chandy region. It'll be an open field for you guys to release your Pokemon and to do battle uh, with each of the pairs of trainers until you face McCool himself in the battlefield he has set up for you. So go ahead through the doors here and face your first pair of trainers. And good luck. Let's go! Alright. Yeah. Right. And with that, I think we do need to cut this episode at this time. Oh. So, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon dash rollout, on Twitter at Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash pokerollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. Uh, There you can join the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission, Roll to Amble, and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, I'm Nick, and one of these days I may eventually gain social media. Uh, I'm Paul, and on Twitter you can find me at ProfSnag, or give me a shout-out in the tap room. I'm Michael, you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you know, yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially, please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you later. (laughs) Next time on Pokemon Rollouts, our trainers finally face the Clear Lake City Gym. Before challenging McCool for the Clear Lake badge, they must first face his students in two separate battles. Have the trainers trained their Pokemon enough to defeat their first gym, or will McCool's students wash away their hopes? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. Saying that you act like you're chopping wood. Oh, yeah, kind of like that. But you you break you do break boards on your testing days, don't you? Yep.
Okay. We break boards. We sometimes do it with our hands. We sometimes do it with our feet. Sure. So it's kind of like when we do it. Sure. I know my daddy here who just talked to you is going to do karate too. <laughs> I probably will try karate too, yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And he's going to start out as a white belt, but he might catch up. If okay. we do belt testing at the end of the week, I will catch up. I will eventually, yeah, you you're right. You better watch hmm? out then. Yeah. How do you spell that? So. So, do you, do you know what we, what, uh, what Michael and I do? What? Well, like I said, we do, we do that Pokemon podcast. He's the one who said the, the, the line that you always like, who said Pokemon training was supposed to be easy? He said that one. <laughs> Sometimes I copy you what you say. Oh. Like when you said, Who said Pokemon training would be easy? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's why you. I say it when I'm super bored. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> It's just too funny for me to stop laughing. I'm going to give you back to my dad now. Okay. It was nice talking to you. You too. Bye. (laughs) Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. TapestryRadio.org, from our fancy to yours. <laughs>